Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, we worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we thank God, we worship the Lord because the Lord is good. The Lord is great. Hallelujah to his name. We appreciate him. We bless the Lord for today. We thank him for his grace, for his mercy divine. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is good, our God is great, our God is awesome. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord, we worship you, we bless your name. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Once again, you are welcome this evening to this evening service. To this evening Bible study, we thank God for bringing us again to his glorious presence. We give glory to his most holy name, for the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. We bless his name for all that has been happening with us and for all that the Lord has been doing with us. We worship his most holy name in the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, this evening, this is a Be Fruitful Family Foundation with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. You're welcome. I want to take this time to apologize for all the audio effects of our past messages especially the last two messages uh, or recordings that we had had, that we have had. So we pray that the Lord will continue to help us to get better. Uh, we bless the Lord. Uh, we cannot be explaining all that happened, but yet we know you will bear with us and take us as we are. As we are beginning, because there are still rooms for improvement. And we believe that the Lord will improve us in the name of Jesus. The Lord is good. Uh, this evening, we want to continue our teachings. Our teaching on as gentle as dove. As gentle as dove. Last week, it was uh, the Lord brought to us some knowledge about the character of the characteristic of Joe of, of dove the traits of dove 
the uh, the way it speaks volume about what the character of each one of us as believers should be. And we believe that this evening again the Lord is going to teach us more. The, our teacher is here. And uh, she, the, the Holy Spirit in her is mighty and wonderful. And it will take us through the, the journey of uh, another learning under the feet of the Lord. So we depend on the Holy Spirit this evening. And we know that the Lord God Almighty will teach us once more. Hallelujah. Uh, to enter into the presence of the Lord, I just want us to sing one or two choruses or songs of praise to honor the Lord <laughs> and to worship his name. There is none holy as the Lord. God bless you. There is none besides thee, neither is there any rock as our God. There is none holy as the Lord, holy as the Lord. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none besides thee, besides the Lord. Neither is there any rock as our God. There is none holy as the Lord. You are welcome, Spirit of the Lord. You are welcome, Spirit of the Lord. You have promised that when we gather in your name, whether two, whether three, you are there, you are welcome. You are welcome, Spirit of the Lord, of the Lord, you are welcome. Spirit of the Lord, you have promised that when we gather in your name, whether two, whether three, you are there, you are welcome. come. Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord, you are welcome. Spirit of the Lord, you have promised that when we gather in your name, whether two, whether three, you are 
بده در اسنان و از دلا از دلا for there is none besides thee neither is there any rock as our God there is none holy as the Lord Amen Hallelujah. Yes, to God be the glory this evening. Uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, we appreciate you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, our Lord, we worship you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. For your awesomeness, for your glory, for your power, for your majesty all the way and all the time. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your presence with us in this place. We are so much enjoying it, O oh Lord, and you have never denied us of any blessing thereby. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you for every blessings with, that you are loading us with every moment. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Immortal God, eternal God, we worship you, we give you glory, because this day <laughs> you are here once more. Oh, Lord, and we know that you are with us to bless us as we are here. Lord, your, 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 your servant is here that will teach us, take us through this next one hour or so. And we pray that, Lord God Almighty, this day you will see us through. You will anoint our lips to speak grace, to speak life unto your, unto your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, the teachers and the hearers, we pray the Lord in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You will open our spirits, man, to hear your word. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. you will cause us, O oh Lord, to be blessed indeed from your presence this evening in the name of Jesus. We are asking, O oh Lord, that you will touch our lives as we hear your word. Mm -hmm. Bible said, the light, or the entrance of your word giveth light. And gives understandings to the to the to the simple. Mm -hmm. Lord, let your word enter into our into our inner hearts, mm -hmm. and give us light that our life needs to to move on, mm -hmm. to to be edified. Indeed, mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, thank you, mm -hmm. thank you, Father. Thank you. We depend on you, you and we know you will help us in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. Lord. Let your anointing come upon your servants as, as she begin to speak your word in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you because you are here. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Yes, all over to you, Father Tutali, in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. So we want to call upon our sister who will take us. The Lord has given her a personal revelation about Dove. And she, the Lord has been taking her through uh, the journey of uh, expressing the, the, uh, the, the mind of God that God has revealed to her about, it, about the dove. Dove is a very wonderful uh, 
species of bird. And we know that it, uh, as dove, the Lord took us through several journey of what the Bible talk about about dove last week. Uh, it was wonderful. But when I was hearing it also, I was so blessed. I didn't know it is something that is as deep as that. We thank God for the revelation. We pray that God will not elude, the revelation of, 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 of his word will not elude us in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that the Lord in his mercy will continue to bless us with more and more and more opening of heaven for a revelation and knowledge of the word of the Lord. Let's listen again and prepare your hearts to hear the word of the Lord. Lord bless you, you are welcome in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, brother. God bless our audience. You're most welcome in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the only teacher by his spirit in me. He teaches you in Jesus' name. We quickly, uh, uh, the, 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 the habit of a good teacher is to revise the last lesson, then connect it to the present. But without hammering or stressing too much what has been said, we quickly want to say, a dove has thought by the grace of God last week, last week Monday, a dove is a bird. And severally mentioned in the Bible during the time of Noah, by John the Beloved, by Isaiah, and the Holy Spirit, which is the God in the now, is a type of dove. And all that was said about the dove. And if it's that important and being mentioned often and often in the Bible to depict a lot of things, very important that every Christian study studies about the dove. But because we don't pay cognizance to it, that is why God is mandating us to treat it. And we have started since last week. I personally have never seen it important to study about the dove. But now that God, God has directed Paul and Grace to treat it on this program, I see more to a dove than I thought I knew. And the same thing, the Holy Spirit will open your eyes, give you understanding and deep knowledge about the dove so that you see the necessity of praying in the traits of the dove that God wants you to acquire. Everything about the dove is Christ-like. Being Christ-like ensures your being raptured, ensures your attaining your throne at the right hand of God in Christ. So please take it serious and personal to take in these uh, traits, pray them into your life, and be what God wants you to be in the name of Jesus. The dove is a bird. And we said last week 
that the color varies the color varies from brighter colors but not atlantic ones and that the dove is the most docile bird just as the sheep when we say something is docile quiet and easily controlled that is the dove is pliable in the hand of the controller and it's yielded it yielded all so if god is asking us to study the dove and wants us to pray in the traits he wants us to consider jeremiah 18 the potter and the clay in the hand of the potter as you read all this uh, jeremiah 18:1 to 10 we are just reminding ourselves of the past lesson we are not really dwelling on this we also said the dove like the sheep is docile some people call call it stupid whatever you call it that's what god wants us to do jesus is a shepherd not a goat goat part goat is stubborn he wants to lead the docile one those the quiet and the easily controlled one i mean the lord can't us to be worthy in jesus name we talk about the dove queen softly that is it has soft calm low sound soft quiet voice and it was noted especially to the lord that is to say even if it is raised if the dove raises its voice a bit to 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 signal to other birds it will be in whispers whatever the partner does whatever the partner does the dove or the this the voice is softer and quieter when the dove is speaking to the to the to the beloved to his or her beloved i love that never shouting on the spouse never shouting on the partner whatever happens love is always brought to bear and is always in action i love that may the lord bring me to that pedestrian and you too in jesus name The dove don't attack don't attack any other animal as some do. It is gentle in nature. The presence of a dove is always serene. And the soothing cool and the tranquil demeanor serve as reminders that peace and harmony can be achieved through no violence and understanding whatever happens it can be settled in a conference on a table even while we drink our coffee however hot especially in the home especially in the church especially in the immediate environment when we are able to take our emotion under control and settle all misunderstandings 
in peace and harmony without violence and understanding, then we, we have achieved what God wants us to achieve in the door, at least one of them. We talk about the love and the devotion of Dove, that it is consistent, honest, friendly, and that the romantic love is of deep emotional connection with the spouse. To the extent that throughout their lifetime, the Dove often mates with its spouse demonstrating a strong bond and loyalty to their partners even when the partner died the dove remains faithful never allowing any uh, female or male gender to come near it i love that if every home can adopt this by prayer achieving it then our The unwavering commitment of the doves collides the importance of love, devotion, and the strength of relationship journey. Those with white colors of the time, although it can wear other colors. That's one is talking about purity and the innocence of the dove. Purity and the innocence of the dove. Hmm. When we talk about purity, that is the soul is cleansed and pure. It doesn't and one is to be in the it signifies the importance a pure heart and soul in a relationship especially between the wife and the husband if we can wear this pure clean soft feathers and these are white color it means the world the adulterous world will never influence the female in the relationship or the male by these negative influences around us we never be tempted to be deceptive hypocritical or being dishonest to our spouse we'll be loyal Whatever happens, whatever happens, we will remain loyal. Either he's around or not. Even until death do us part and even after death, like the dove, we will never be influenced by the negative influences of their drotros generation. What a kind of bird that God is asking us to study and pray in the traits. We praise the Lord for that. 
Then there's something about the dove. When you dream about the dove, it's talking about spiritual guidance. In fact, throughout history, doves are messengers between the physical and the spiritual realms. And whenever you dream about the dove, it guides into a confused situation and is a symbol of hope that tomorrow will be better. It reminds us of the spiritual connection that exists within and beyond our earthly experience. The bird is very wonderful, and the Bible respects it. So study beyond what you are hearing today, and know better, and pray deeper, so that what God wants to achieve by bringing this topic will, be, will come to pass in your life. Whenever you want to connect with your spiritual selves, these qualities of the dove should inspire you to live your lives in harmony and with deeper sense of purpose. May the Lord help you to do that. May the Lord make us the dope person. The dope person believes life is about caring for or for others. To enforce peace, harmony, unity. A dope person's words are never caustic. A dope person's character reactions Actions never attack, never hurt others. If we can imbibe this through prayer, there will be peace, harmony, and unity, and there will be love all around. So, if a person believes that life is about caring for others to so enforce peace, harmony, and unity, and belonging to whatever group you belong to, for example, if the wife feels be, uh, belonged in a relationship or the husband feels belonged, there will be peace. You don't feel indifferent about what is happening to your spouse or your children or your sisters or siblings. And you feel connected. You feel concerned. You feel belonged. And in a dove life, when somebody feels belong, ever concerned about what happens to you, when you are happy, he's happy, or she's happy, when you're sad, she's sad, when you lack, she, 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 she wants to give everything to relieve you, when you have, she's happy, or he's happy. When somebody feels belong to that extent, one thing about the dove is, appreciation of the highest regard. Don't just take anything for granted. It is rare in the world for somebody to be loyal, devoted, dedicated, feeling belonging to everything, feeling your feeling, being empathetic. That is putting his or herself in your shoe to feel what you're feeling, giving you listening ears. Why you talk doesn't ruminate of another thing there as if not there. Giving you total attention to really see the import of your discussion. It is rare in the world. So if you're fortunate to have somebody around you like a dove, 
appreciation are of the highest regard. Doves appreciate themselves. They don't take anything for granted. Are you helped where you're not supposed to be helped? Appreciate. Anything. Don't say anything is little. Appreciate. If God should be saying, thank me, then human beings will be encouraged by your appreciation. Those do appreciate themselves when the other few belonged and is dedicated. The Lord will help us to imbibe all these truths. The style of the dove, the dove is shy, warm, and friendly. Not too free and not too, not too reserved. Moderates in the style. The face of the dope people are always expressive, animated. That is, it reflects what the other person is saying. That is, it's empathic. I've said that. While listening intently. This is rare in homes. That is why there are problems. Even the Bible commands in Deuteronomy 28.1. want to save our time. I ask you to read. Or we quickly read that. Okay. Deuteronomy 28.1. Deuteronomy, if you're faster than me, sir. Can I read? Deuteronomy 28.1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day. That the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. I'm okay, sir. What I'm going to take make use of that is in the dove here is hacking diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Usher you blessings. Usher and share blessings on you. Hacking diligently. Giving attentive ear to your partner. Not, not marketing and selling and buying your heart. When he or she is talking uh, passionate, uh, passionately about a matter that troubles him or her. Hacking diligently. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Listening is lacking in relationships. That is why there are many misunderstandings. The spouse only hears. He doesn't listen. His mind is selling and buying, ruminating and meditating. Not giving total attention to the spouse that is speaking. That is why there are many misunderstandings. The dope person is express. The face is expressive and animated. That is reflects what the other person is saying. That is, he is totally engulfed, totally gummed, totally focused. High heart, soul, spirit, and body is giving attention and ears to what the spouse is saying. In fact, before the the spouse finishes talking. He will have seen, because he's totally focusing, giving total attention, he will have seen the import and the intent 
behind what the other is saying. And he will have put his or her shoe in the person's shoe and even felt like the person was feeling. And therefore, before you know it, love ensues. Before you know it, understanding comes into play. And before you know it, the matter is resolved even before it's been discussed. So, this is one of the characters of the dove that God wants us to borrow, pray in, and make it ours. Give total ears, full attention to your spouse. Whenever he or she is expressing something that is passionate to him or her, thereby you understand better and be emphatic about it. God bless you. If God says you, if you hacking diligent, not just hearing me, hacking diligently, listen attentively. It's two different things. The Lord will help you. Then the voice of the dove is soft and calm. God is helping grace. And I will get there. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Some of us, naturally, our voice is not soft and it's not calm. If God is commanding me, the greater, the greater is the commander and must be obeyed. We pray it in until we are transformed from inside out. And become calm and soft in our voices. And I want to remind you, the voice of the dove is softer. And in a whispery form, even to the beloved. I love that. They never shout on each other, whatever happens. May the Lord take us to that pedestal and remain there permanently in the name of Jesus. So that our home will ever be heaven on earth. And there's one thing we want to learn about the body language of a dove. When, When the dove is listening... It gives a lot of hand gestures. You understand? A gentle gesture, as if a kind of a node, a kind of yes, I'm following you with gestures. Never lousy, never too poker. When somebody is expressing his mind passionately and you cut him sharply because you are impatient. You are discomfiting the person. And you are disorganizing his system or her system. It calls for patience. But for the person to know that you are not lost in your mind, you are not marketing, selling, and buying. You give some gestures, gentle ones, to say, I'm still with you. That is a do for you. That is the body language. Not cutting in or by your action exaggerating what is not necessary. The gestures are gentle and loving to say, I'm with you. I'm listening. My heart is with you. The Lord will take us to that level. Amen. Never to be cutting in because we are impatient. And never to be exaggeration or exaggerating our actions. It's not of God to do that. Then, the live view of a dove person is caring and sharing with others. Life is about sharing and caring for others. I love that. Jesus said, God, Jesus is a perfect example. In 1 Peter 5, 7, like the dove, 
cast your burden upon me, for I do what I care for you. So if the life view of a dove is about caring and sharing with others, that's their, what their life is about. That is Christ-like. And Jesus, if he's saying, cast your burden upon me, for I care for you, he's, if you're like Jesus and you must attain that stature before you can be rapturable, what that's saying in essence is that you pray it into your life, that your own life view to be caring and sharing with others. I think it's Galatians 6, if I'm not mistaken, 6 1, that you carry each other's bodies. Let the burden of your spouse be your body. Don't be indifferent about it. Your life view should be caring and sharing. Emotionally, you should be connected. I should not be disconnected. The Lord will help us. Let's share each other's body. In fact, be on the giving side. And the other two will be struggling that I will be on the giving side. Always giving something. It's not always money all the time. It's not always material thing. Ecomiums, comments, showing gratitude in any way. Giving, giving, giving. That encourages. There are some spouses I know that if you can appreciate a little that they do, they will give you all. But if you take for granted and even run down that little dung with your mouth, they will harden their heart and close their door of mercy against you. That is a lesson. Appreciate, like the dove. Don't take anything for granted. The Lord wants you to say thank you to others and say thank you to Him. The Lord will help us to change all our, our attitude. And our life view too shall be about caring and sharing. Acts 20, 35. Acts 20, 35. Acts 20, 35 says, It's more blessed to give than to receive. And I've said it's not about material things alone. It's not about uh, money or any modern thing. You can give a smile. You can give words of encouragement. You can share bodies with some people. You can light some people's body by partaking in the heavy load he or she is carrying. In whatever, mean, in whatever way that could uh, mean anything to you. It may be physical body. You can help share so that it is lighter. Or whatever is standing on the heart of the person, there are things you will do to share in it. Oh, my dear, this is what the Bible says. These are the promises of God. Let's pray together. You are sharing. You are concerned. You are not indifferent. The Lord will help us. Then... The attitude of a good old person is easygoing, rarely seemed rushed, and well, and we spend all the time in the world listening to your problems. I think we have said a lot about that. 
People's feelings are more important to the dope people than rushing to do a job. Do you understand that? People's feelings are more important to them than rushing to do. For example, I have an assignment in the church. And I sense somebody close to me or somebody, anybody that you can help is your neighbor, according to Jesus, in his parable of the Samaritan that was robbed. People's feelings are more important to them than rushing to do a job. In that Samaritan parable, the priest that was coming from his job passed by because he's a Samaritan, disdained person. Somebody they don't believe is a Jew, is a that has access to the, 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 the true God. They see them as dogs. Yet he has legs, eyes, ears, arms like them. And the other one too, the Levites, the most holy, so-called, the one that are carrying the law and teaching it. He passed by that robbed Samaritan. Probably rushing to his assignment or saying, I finished my assignment, I don't have anything to do with it. But some other person that is not as important. Ah, the, the, sorry, it is not the Samaritan that was robbed. It was the disdained Samaritan that helped the robbed. The one that is not qualified to be to be called to be to be to be counted among the saints. Is the one now that helped the robbed. He bound, he, he bound the, the wounds and carried him to, to the hospital, so to say, and paid the due, only to come back to settle it after he's healed. And Jesus applauded the Samaritan that he is the true neighbor. So the dove people are concerned, the feeling of other people are more concerned than the job they're going to do. Do you learn any lesson there with that Samaritan thing? That is to say, if you're going to preach and you see a work of mercy to be done, you see somebody feeling sad, it is not too much to, to, to stay a bit and encourage. That is where the service that yes, that's how you're going to render. That is where it starts, and it will be acceptable. So that's the dope people for you, and the dope people saying throughout their lifetime, my relationships are most important. They don't, they want to do everything to keep the relationship rosy, connected, loving, friendly, binding. ETC, united. They don't want to do anything to rupture the relationship. Many spouses, because of ego, <clears throat> when a matter arises, he or she wants to defend herself and make sure that he or she wins that argument. That is not loving enough. That is not of a dove. That God is telling us to emulate. Because of the relationship that must be connected, never to be ruptured. You can let go an argument and be quiet. Like the dove. Even when you think you're right. 
just to keep the relationship intact. So the saying of the, the dope people is, my relationship is the most important thing. It must be kept secured. Arguments and ego, defensive mechanism, must not rupture it. I rather keep quiet and keep the relationship rather than saying everything in my mind and cause it to be ruptured. Especially during misunderstanding. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, we want to say some things about the dove again. There is, it's very interesting to know that there is no animal you kill, including birds, that doesn't have by. <clears throat> the by is located in a gallbladder on the liver. The liquid inside the bladder, the gut bladder, is the bile. It's always bitter. And when you're not careful, by the time you're preparing that animal, when the, 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 the gut bladder ruptures and the bile is spilled over some other parts, of the bird or animal you may not be able to eat that meat so dove is one of the birds that we know doesn't have any bile what could that mean let's turn to john you understand better when we read john one john one so it's a wonderful bird that when you emulate and pray in the traits, you're already Christ-like. John 1.47 says, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. A, a dove has no bile. That bile denotes that a dove is never hypocritical. A dove has no guile. And what do we mean by not having guile or not having bile or not being hypocritical? Let's quickly look at uh, Psalm 32.2. Psalm 32.2 says, Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity and in whose spirit there is no guile. What exactly about this guy? Guy, guy. What exactly about it? You understand better. Let's quickly go to John chapter 8, verse 39. John 8, verse 39. Jesus said unto the Jews, that were doing contrary to the law of God, 
respecting the, the, the tradition of men above the law of God. Therefore, they were so hypocritical, showing themselves to be something that they are not unto the people. In verse 39, Jesus, uh, they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. I think you start to know the meaning of not having by guile or not being hypocritical. Finally, you will understand better when we read uh, Romans 2, 28 and 29. Romans 2, 28, 29 says, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. 29. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Finally, when you read this, you understand. Psalm 101, verse 7. Psalm 101, verse 7 says, He that walketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. So when we say the, uh, the dove has no bile, we are saying the dove is <clears throat> straightforward. In our language, they would say, That is, the person has blood in his belly, but we always spit white saliva. That is to say, he is crafty, hypocritical, deceitful, a liar. That is the person having guile. If the dove has no bile, it means the dove is clean inside out. Doesn't have any bitterness inside. Doesn't harbor any, any, anything bitter. Doesn't, not ever forgiving. Not, 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 not retaliating. Not paying evil for evil. Not nothing, whatever has been done before, forgives easily, no bitterness. Not even a, an outer of it. What a clean bird inside out. That is the character of our Jesus. And that is the character is asking of you. If the dove has no bite, no bitterness, no forgiveness, doesn't keep malice, ever straightforward, Hmm? Never hypocritical. Says the mind in total openness, not in secrecy. That is the dove for you.
So, in fact, just as it touches me when I learned that those made throughout their lifetime, however old they are, not only when they're young, and they are ever faithful to the partner even after death. No spirit of fornication or adultery. Ever faithful, dedicated, committed, committed, loyal, I mean, wonderful, honest, and never influenced by the negative happenings around. Now, studying about the go, go, dove again to see it doesn't have anything bile in it. No bitterness, no malice, no unforgiveness. It's a, it's a wonderful dove to emulate the traits. No wonder God is bringing it to us to, to study. Jesus commanded Nathaniel in Gospel according to John chapter 1, verse 47. And Israel indeed, in whom there is no guy. And he was talking to Jews. Circumcision is not on the outward. It's about the heart. Circumcision of the heart. And if you are like Abraham, you do the works of Abraham. So, you now know what it means never to have a bile, never to have guile, ever to be straightforward, never to be particular, never to not want to do anything with deceit or lying. They are, those, they are the ones that will dwell in the house of God. And what is the house of God? Heaven. Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. He's talking about heaven. So I want to go to another point. A dove is a silly bird. Hosea 7-11. Silly, yeah. Hosea 7-11 says, Because Ephraim had made many altars to sin, altars shall be unto him to sin. Oh, sorry. Is that Hosea? Oh, forgive me. But... Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the dove is a silly bird that is level-headed, simple, and it doesn't pay evil for evil. Romans 16.9. Romans 16.9. Romans 16.9. That place is saying... We should have simplicity in us, not to be evildoers, which if we simple concerning evil, when it is evil, we are docile, we are quiet, we withdraw into our shell, we don't want to copy it, we don't want to behave it, we don't want to do it like them, we don't want to follow multitudes to do evil. That is why Romans 16, 19 says, be simple concerning evil. Be silly. Be simple. Be level-headed. Like the dove. Now understand what it means to be silly? You know what to do to retaliate when somebody hurts you. But you become stupid. Because in Romans 12, the Lord says, vengeance is mine. 
allow give give a place for my rot. Let me act on your behalf. In our language, they will say Agbe Japonija, Kerubonija. Somebody that will take over your battle and fight it beyond your expectation. That becomes silly. Be simple concerning evil. Don't pay evil for evil. Don't retaliate anything. God commands that no vengeance is not yours. Be stupid. But, uh, the bird is a silly bird. God wants you to be silly, to be simple concerning evil. And according to Psalm 119, 30, Psalm 119, 30. Forgive me. I should not be just talking, we should be reading the Bible so that you know that we are talking the Bible. 119, you're faster than me, sir. 119. Verse 30. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgment have I laid before me. I have chosen the way of truth, and thy judgment have I laid before me. You don't, you don't put judgment into your hands. Allow God. Let him take it over. And he will do it better than you can ever imagine. Lay the judgment of the Lord before you. He is the perfect judge. Yeah. Be silly, be silly. The Lord will help you. Now, another thing about the dove. Let's read Solomon 2.14. Solomon, Songs of Solomon, sorry. Songs of Solomon 2.14. Sons of Solomon 2.14. Bible says, 14, 2, 14, Oh, my dove, that at in the seat, in the chair, in the cleft of the rock, yeah. in the secret places of the stairs, mm -hmm. let me see thy countenance, mm. let me hear thy voice, yeah. for sweet is thy voice, mm. and thy countenance is comely. God bless you. The dove chooses rock clefts, the hidden place safe from danger. The Lord wants you to be like the dove, to stay in the secret place. Psalm, Psalm 114, 4. Psalm 144. Says, oh, am I so slow? One forty-four. The mountain skipped like crab, and the little is like lamb. The mountain skipped like what? Okay. Then, Psalm ninety-one, verse one. That one say, okay. Have you seen it? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Yeah. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Mm. My God, in Him will I trust. Yes. So that's okay. Right. We are familiar with that psalm. I don't want to waste your time. But if the, the dove 
chooses the rock clefts, according to Songs of Solomon 2.14, God is expecting us to choose the rock clefts. And who is that rock? Jesus. He wants us to have our hidden life in Christ. He wants us to abide in the secret place, under the shadow of the Almighty. According to John 15.4, he's calling us, abide in me and I in you. It is when you abide in Christ that you're safe from danger. How do you abide in Christ? Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Obey his commandments. And whatever, any, anything that is spiritual that will help your spiritual life, follow it. You know you must pray without ceasing. Meditate on the word of God day and night so that you're successful and prosperous. You know that you must fellowship with other brethren and some other things you should do. That is abiding in Christ. After you must have accepted him, it's more than just accepting him. You should do some spiritual exercise to get closer and closer to him and to know him better, deeper, higher, wider. That is abiding in Christ. It is then you'll be fruitful. It is then you're safe from danger. So if the dove chooses the rough, rock left and is safe from danger, on the, the entry into the blood of Jesus by accepting him, you're safe from danger. Just like the, uh, Job in Job 1. We will not read that. The devil, where are you coming from? To, from to and fro the world. Did you see Job, my servant? Who is this? Who is that? Who is that? And I saw him. What do, what do you think? And he said, because you have made an edge around him. Everyone that abides in the Lord, everyone that runs into the ro- everlasting rock, everyone that accepts Jesus as Lord and Savior and do right his spiritual exercises, he said, an edge is built around you. You are in the safe place. You are in the rock left of Jesus Christ. No evil can befall you. If anything happens to you, God wants to teach you a lesson about it. If anything happens to you, it's out of love to, to promote you. So, like a dove, abide in Christ. Like a dove, stay in the secret place. Enter into it by accepting Christ and stay in it by never going back into sin. So, the secret place is ever safe, and you ever be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Then, the dove make nest in the sides of the whole's mouth, in the size of a ravine. ravine. What do I mean by a ravine? A deep and narrow valley with steep sides. According to Jeremiah 48, 28. What is the implication of that? Hebrew, as I mean, to us as Christians. If the dove makes nets in the ravens, what does that mean to me? Hebrews 13, 14. Hebrews 13, 14. May the Holy Spirit teach us himself. For here... We, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. You know, it is deep. Hmm. 
when the dove, the, you know, the dove is always making its nest in the size of the whole's mouth. That is read in Jeremiah 48, 28. In the size of a raven. And that raven means a deep and narrow valley with steep sides. Something temporary. That is, it's not holding permanently to that abode. And the attitude God wants us to put on there is that, that is what, what we have read. In Hebrews 13, 14, for here we have no continuing city. We are just, a, we are so, just sojourners, a pilgrim passing through in a pilgrimage through the earth. Everything we do should not be to like a crab that grabs and never releases. Everything you acquire here is temporary to give you a temporary comfort. You should be able to let go when God asks of it. Nothing should be too important to the instructions of God to you. Nothing is on this world. Is it riches? Is it whatever it is? Position? Name? Fame? What is it? Everything should be held with your nose. That is what, is what it means to build nest in the size of the whole's mouth. Or to build it in the size of a raven. A deep, narrow valley with steep. For here we have no continuing city. But we seek one to come. Making nests where they don't make nests. That is to say, it's not a permanent abode. The dove never hosts, never say, this is where I'm going to occupy and it is permanent to me. This world can never be permanent to you. It's never your home, especially when you're born again. You, are, you must be seeking for a better country. A country built by God. And which foundation the Lord made himself. Just like Abraham. Uh, concerning that, if we read Hebrews 11.9, you will understand better. The, the attitude of our, of our father of faith is like of the, is like, is likened to the dove making nest in the size of the whole mouth. What is the attitude of Abraham? Hebrews 11.9 By faith, that is Abraham there. He sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. If you now look at verse 10, for he looked for a city which had foundations, and whose builder and maker is God. That is to say, if God has promised and given him the old land of Cana, from river Ephrates down, down to the Red Sea, it is a vast, vast area of land. Yet, he pinched his tent. Something not permanent, just like the dove. The dove make nest, not a permanent thing. And where does he make it? In the size of the whole's mouth. That is in the size of a raven. Raven means a deep, narrow, 
uh, valley with steep, a steeping place. Anything can wash away that nest anytime. With that mentality that this one is not permanent, that's the way the dove lives his life. And that is uh, likened to the life of Abraham. As vast as the possession is, from Ephraim to Resi, he still preached just a tent. And as a, as a stranger, he lived his life. The Lord will help us to start to cultivate that mentality in this world. Concerning anything. If you have that mentality, there is nothing you possess on this land, on this area of the eternity, which is, a, which is passing by, that you hold firmly. If you have that mentality, whatever the Lord asks you to let go, it will be easy to let go. If you have that mentality, you will not keep on acquiring, 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 acquiring as if you are permanent here. In fact, you will prefer to be giving out, to be spreading abroad, story, investing it into eternity by helping the poor, by helping the work of the law, by helping the missionaries and the people in the work of the law, scattering it, investing into eternity, not holding it permanently. God is calling us to uh, cultivate and adopt the attitude of the dove. He doesn't build his nest as if it is a permanent place. It's as a steep place that the wind can even blow away. And that is what Abraham did. And in verse 13c, that place says, and embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. The Lord will help us to have that mentality. 14. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. 16. But now they desire a better country that is unheavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for, the, for he had prepared them for them a city. So like a dove. Build, every, see everything temporary. And that is why you'll be moderate. You will not want to, you don't want to build an estate. For what? For self-aggravation or show off? That people of the world will see you for fame or what? You want to see everything and do everything as if you are a pilgrim and a stranger. The Lord will help us to adopt this attitude of the dove in the name of Jesus. Another thing about the dove, although some of them do love, but most of the time, the dove is always money. Ezekiel 7. Ezekiel 7, verse 16. Ezekiel 7, 16 says... But they that escape of them shall escape and shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys. All of them money, everyone for his iniquity. I want to read again. But they that escape of them shall escape and shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys. All of them money, everyone for his, for his iniquity. What is God driving at here? We too should be, we should not be too loose. We should not be carried away by little comfort, little pleasure, 
little joy we have down here. If you study the life of Jesus, you know we say everything about the dove is Christ-like. And that is the image we are targeting, to be rapturable. And uh, the doves are money. This place say everybody is money like the dove. Those that studied about the dove said most of the doves are always money. You always see tears in their eyes. Few of them do love. There are some few varieties that love. But most varieties, they are always money. And if you study the life of Jesus, he's not a parting person. If he goes anywhere, there's a purpose. He wants to win a soul for God. And he's always grieving over the Jerusalem that he loved, that he did not come into God. There was a time he cried and said, Oh, oh you Jerusalem. Ah, which I want to brood over you like a like a like a mother bird, but you have not allowed me. He was ever ever sad because of the sins of his people, because he knows the end. God wants us to be like the dove. If you look at Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, and the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst of thee, in the midst thereof. I gave that command and that was the command that was carried out. Those that were mourning for the iniquity of the land, those that were not happy about what was happening around there, that were praying for the Jerusalem, praying for the people, praying for kings, in the secular job, in the spiritual uh, in the spiritual assignment, always praying, money, money, intercessors, they were mad. And when destruction came, when the agents of destruction went into the to the city, all those that bear the mark as mourners, like the dough, were not destroyed. All others were destroyed. God wants us to be concerned about the sinning world, about the situation in our country, about the situation of our siblings, our neighbor, our wife, our husband, <clears throat> our children, relations, Everyone around created by God that has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So to have passion for them. If you have passion for them because you know their end, you will mourn, you will pray, you will intercede, you will, sub, you will go into supplications. And that is what God is expecting you to do. And at, some, at one point or the other, your eyes will ever be wet like that of the dove. That is what God is calling us unto. And the Lord will help us to be groaning within ourselves, even us, daily, waiting for the redemption of our body. Romans 8.23. Yeah, apart from being passionate about the sinning world, you should be groaning for yourselves too. That when shall I be redeemed from this body? When shall I get to that city where there is no sorrow? When, when, shall, when shall I get to that place where is ever light? No death, no sickness. Lord, when is the redemption of my body? According to Romans 8, uh, 23.
The Lord will help us. This is, these are some of the attitude of the dove that the Lord wants us to adopt. Don't forget I said, the eyes of the dove is ever watery. Tears should be found in her eyes. Jeremiah 9.1 Jere- kind of tears. tears of money for the sins of the world. Praying for one person. Being an intercessor. Praying for your Jerusalem so that it will, you will prosper. Not just be complacent and indifferent about the adulterous world around you. Passion for souls that are lost, that Jesus died for, that are not accepting him. Passions for siblings, children, husband, wife, that are not ready to accept Christ. That's the kind of money he's asking for. And the Lord will help us to do that. So Jesus shed tears. Hebrews 5, 7. Jesus shed tears at the tomb of Lazarus in um, John eleven thirty five. 35. So, whenever, even when he went to the corner of Galilee to perform the first miracle, you can never see him laughing out of, out of, out of, out of place. Okay. He is ever in the spirit of intercession. In the spirit, he was careful. The Lord will help us. Always sober. Always sober. Vigilance. Vigilance. The Lord will. That is the kind of thing God is talking Not about. Now, that particular instruction, because our time is fast spent, and I wish we conclude today. The Lord will help us. Uh-huh. The Lord wants us to be gentle and quiet as dove. That particular instruction. You know, we will be assuming, I mean, we will be examining some other traits of the dove. Mm. I, I will summarize everything because of the time. We will be saying generally about the dove, but the particular instruction why this topic come over is be gentle as dove. Okay, aside praying some traits, what about gentleness? Gentleness... Gentleness means doing your good with the least possible harm to others. Gentleness means doing your good with the least possible harm to others. Decision to approach others from a stance of love, benevolence rather than a difference or some kind of unloving attitude. We have a lot of scriptures quoting gentleness. But we want to quickly look at uh, 1 Peter 3, 3 and 4. We want to see how precious it is to be gentle. Not only as a wife, but even as a wife of Christ. Male and female, we are wives of our husband Jesus as a church. So take the wife to be yourself here as we read. First Peter 3. Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plating the air and of wearing of gold or putting on apparel. For, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, 
which is the, in the sight of God is of great price. Underline that. If something is of great important price, it is worth pursuing. It is worth praying. It is worth having. Something, an ornament that is of great importance to God, great price to God, should be your concern. And that is meekness as the dove, gentleness as the dove. Knowing that, a lot of scriptures, you know, when we read Matthew 11, we'll not be able to quote everything. But when you type gentleness, you see a lot of scriptures supporting it. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden. I mean, all you that um, are heavy laden, I will give you rest. For I am meek and gentle in spirit. And we must be like him. It's compulsory that we have this great price in the sight of God. So, knowing that with the meaning of gentleness, we want to see the benefits. If you look at it, you no, know, gentleness and silence are not exactly the same thing, but you cannot dichotomize. Let's see Isaiah 30, 15. Let's see some importance there. The importance of being quiet. The importance of acquiring this trait of the dove that is Christ-like. Isaiah 30, 15. Isaiah 30, 15. If you're docile, if you're quiet, easy to control, the Lord will do it for you, even your battles. 30, 15. That place says, For thus says the Lord, the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, that is silence, meekness, quietness, humility, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength and ye will not. He said the Israelites don't want to be. Your strength is in your quietness. You say, if you see somebody talking too much, you talk out your power. Before you know it, you are empty. Empty barret make it the, like, the, the loudest voice. But those that want to retain their anointing, they are always quiet. And it is in this state of mind that you can easily hear the leading and the direction of the Holy Spirit. When your mouth is shouting, when you're lousy, not quiet, you don't even know the importance of silence at times, observing silence. You, you lose power, you, dis, you are disconnected from your, your real self that connects to the Holy Spirit. And before you know it, you become empty and empty and emptier and emptier until you're empty. So, in your quietness is your confidence. And if you say no to quietness, see what will happen to you in 16. For you said no, you won't, you won't be quiet, you won't be still, you won't be gentle, you won't be docile. You want to do it yourself, you want to talk it yourself, you want to act it yourself. The Lord said, okay, you say, but you said no, you won't be quiet. For you said you will flee upon horses, 
Therefore shall you flee, and we will ride upon the sweet. Therefore shall they that pursue you be sweet. Do you know what it means? Your enemy will overtake you when you are not easily, easy to control. When you take over the steering from God, he said, be quiet and let me do it for you. You say you want to do it yourself. You will discover that you don't have any horn anywhere. It is God that gave you that strength. And because quietness has made it empty because of too much talking, too much action, doing it yourself, believing in yourself, thinking you are what you are not. By the time you know it, the Lord will tell you you are empty and your enemy will overtake you. 17, 1,000 shall flee at the rebuke of one. At the rebuke of five shall ye flee, till ye be left as a beacon upon the top of a mountain and as an ensign on a, it's a terrible thing not to be quiet. Well, as the Lord commands you. So it is a trait to be prayed for. And the Lord will help you to have it. In Galatians 5.23, is is, is it is a fruit of the Spirit that, must, that will make you look like Christ. And meek and lowly in heart. Take my yoke and learn of me. So there are a lot of scriptures. And when you are gentle, you will, be, you will be harvesting blessings to yourself. Before you know it, you'll be attracting favor. And impossibilities becomes possible. Proverbs 15.1 um, I'm telling you the benefits of quietness. So that you love it, you desire it, as the Lord had commanded, you pray it into your life. When you go to the throne to ask, it shall be given. When you put yourself in the prayer mood to knock, it shall be opened. And when you sincerely seek him early, you will find him. That is the promise of God. He will never lie. This is what a soft answer can do. Proverbs 51. A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words tear up anger. And at times when you're quiet, even when you're foolish, people will consider you wise. The Lord will help us to adopt this good trait as the Lord commands it, so that the blessings accrued will be a portion in Jesus name where you're quiet where to be silent you're silent where you're gentle it helps you to maintain peaceful and loving relationship you're not always reacting you're not always answering back at times you ignore at times you're quiet even when you know the answer it will help you maintain a peaceful and loving relationship and don't forget that gentleness, silence, meekness, loneliness of heart is part of man's spiritual nature as a child of God. So you don't have it, you are not Christ-like. To be rapturable is impossible. When you're quiet and gentle, this negates horrid approach and less consideration to others. When somebody is always in a haste, he wants to do his own way. He doesn't want to listen to others. My way, my way, my way. Always in a haste. I, I know it. I know how to do it. Always doing it. Hurry, hurry. You don't usually have consideration for others. It's, it's, not a, it's not the best for a child of God. It means you're thinking high, yourself higher than you are. Romans 12. And which the Lord commands you. Never to think yourself higher than what you are. Be humble. Be lowly. Be meek. Be gentle. 
And when you're gentle, you are more, you are more poised and happy. You, you do your work quicker and better. Uh, in my language, they'll say, You know what that means? When you're not quiet in your spirit, you are in a haste all the time. Most of the time, you are a type that will be in haste. Always hurry because you're not quiet. And because you are in a haste, you make mistakes and redo and redo again. Eventually, it will be equal to being patient and be slow and be quiet and be organized and be poised and be slow. And then you do it quicker and better. And when you're gentle, you are free from anger. You'll be free from aggression and apathy. You feel closer to God and you are always in the position to help others in times of comforting them. There is power in silence. It connects you to the silent Holy Spirit that with that still small voice. When you're silent, at times just put yourself in that picture. Blank out your heart. Be silent. You see that the real you will, 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 will be aroused and will be connected to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. In that picture, if you cultivate it a habit to do it, for 30 minutes a day or one hour, you discover that you, you, you hear the Holy Spirit better with his still small voice and you have better direction, better instruction. You will not uh, try an error because the Holy Spirit will be hearing him better with his so still small, uh, small voice and you'll be going directly on, your, on the right path, doing it as if you know it, how to do it better, achieving success, and be and moving faster so there is power in gentleness there is power in silence with this few that you have said being gentle will make you look like your god god the, gent, the gent, gentleness is from god because it's a third i'm rounding up because you're not here that's why i'm saying this again gentleness is from god is a tender father Loving, caring shepherd carries, and when you're gentle, you carry divine power. Feel closer to God, and you'll be able to increasingly express that inner power connected through silence and gentleness. God bless you. Thank you so much. We bless the Lord for this. We bless the Lord. What, what really touched my heart as we are rounding up is this. Number one, the dove has no bile, meaning there is no bitterness in him, no bitterness in, uh, no bitterness, no bitterness in dove. So, no bitterness in dove. So, and uh, whatever it is, uh, no anything that is bitter inside of him. Job, uh, I mean, Dove is an example of Jesus Christ also. When I learned the, the, the issue uh, about, uh, about the issue of no bitterness, I found out that the issue of gentle, gentleness and gentility is inner born. 
it is not something you learn outside. And if it is inner born, if it is born inside only, it means that it is with it's beyond any human power to build a force of fence, I'm sorry, a fence around himself not to be angry. There is no way a human being can do it without the Holy Spirit. If bitterness is on the earth, if bitterness like bile is on the inside, it means that each of us as individual believers, we are, we are, um, we, uh, we, we, are, we need the Holy Spirit to help us. We need the Holy Spirit to brood upon us. We need the Holy Spirit to, uh, to, 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 to make us what he wants us to be. There is nobody that can adopt, nobody on earth here can adopt these traits of, the, of gentil, gentility of the Holy Spirit or, or gentleness of, of, of a dove without, uh, without the Holy Spirit inside. If it has no bile, inside of it it shows that we need the holy spirit to balance up the bile that is in us mm. the biles of anger the biles of bitterness of bitterness inside uh when the holy spirit is on the inside of us then it it works out the gentle gentleness that we that we are talking of and then I learned about Jesus Christ also uh, that he too is gentle in the heart. So it which means the Holy Spirit, I mean Jesus Christ Himself have the Holy Spirit inside that works gentility, that, that works gentleness. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, where she read from verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am weak, meek, and lowly in heart. And all of you shall find rest for your soul. What is that? What, I, what touched me again in that side is this. Jesus Christ said, somebody that is laboring and a heavy lady, sad and unhappy. Yeah, I am qualified for you to come to because I have no bitterness in me. Mm. I'm lowly in heart. Take my yoke with you. If you are coming to me as somebody who is uh, who, who, who is heavy laden, amen, praise the Lord. As somebody who is heavy laden, as somebody who is sad, as somebody who is uh, who, 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 who need uh, to be comforted, then you will meet me because... Uh, uh, I am lowly and meek in heart. Jesus even used that, uh, uh, said that, in order to attract anybody that is in, in anybody to come freely unto him because he is gentle in the heart. Meaning that Jesus will hurt no, will hurt, he will hurt no, no one. Mm. Hallelujah. According, according to what the Bible said about him, that I forgot that scripture. Uh, it flew to my spirit and flew back right now. Uh, the Bible said that 
He said he, he, will, he will hurt no one that come unto him. Uh, he will hurt no one that come unto him. I will find that scripture later. Hallelujah. Uh, a smoking flax he will, not, he will not quench. That's what the Bible said. He said, a smoking flax he will not quench. So, and then, it means that when Christ comes to you, he will not ruin you. Because he has this character of gentleness that is good enough, that is, that is, that is, that is much enough for anyone to come to, to him for and obtain. Because it means that anybody that will come to somebody that is a Christian, that you really have Christ on the inside, then what we will know about him is that, number one, his life is attractive to people. And anybody that comes to him will find the life of this Christ inside, within. Hallelujah. So if you come to Jesus, your, your, your smoking flax, it will, not, it will not quench. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. So whatever it is, the grace of the Lord will work that for us in the name of Jesus. So that when we meet Jesus Christ, he will by his life touch our life. He will by his life touch our souls. He will by his life touch our being. So that everything that is about us, that is wobbled, Jesus Christ will do what? Jesus Christ we uh, 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 he, 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 he will straightened. He will straightened. See, because he is not crooked. Jesus Christ is not what? He's not crooked. He is somebody who is a, who is always at alert in helping people. Hallelujah. He's always qualified in character and everything about him is just holy. He's just righteous. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So let us know that when Jesus Christ added it, that you can come unto me because I am lowly in heart. I am meek and lowly in heart. That is talking of gentleness. That is with Jesus Christ. That anybody that meets him also genuinely must possess. Possess, must possess that spirit of gentleness. Because if Jesus Christ said, come unto me, I am lowly in heart. I am meek and lowly in heart. You will find bitterness, no bitterness with me. Uh, and I'm able, because of that, to do what? I'm able because of that to, 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 to comfort you. And everything that comes as fire in your life that reaches me will come down. Hallelujah. We come down, we be cooled down. So, because, and I'm qualified. So, with me, Jesus Christ also himself obtained a level or, I mean, enough level of, of character to mold other characters. So, so that when Jesus, when you come to Jesus Christ, there no wonder, no wonder his song said there was no, uh, 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 or what do you call it? They used to sing that song when we were young. I'm speaking my language and it's not, it's not, it's not a strange to hear that. So, that is, there is not any anger found in his mouth anywhere, any, any time. So he was so gentle. So when we come to Jesus Christ truly, then this spirit must we must have. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And finally, talk about 
where where it where uh, doves chose to to to, to live, the cleft of rock, a choicest quiet place, safe and secure, and that one is talking of our is talking of where believer must be found everywhere. I mean anytime. Hallelujah. In the book of Psalm forty-two verse one, the Bible said, "As the heart panted." After the water brook, so my soul longed after thee. Then it means that as believer, our soul must be longing to be with God always. Our heart must be longing to stay with Him, to be with Him where He is, and where can we can find God? We we can find Him when we enter into a kind of solitude, a solitary with God. Uh, we enter into kind of solitary with God. We 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 we, we take we find a place where He's quiet, and then we alone with Him seek His face, read our Scripture, study the Scripture, pray, sing, Hallelujah. So when we when we cultivate that habit, then we are building the presence of the Lord around us. We that we are seeing here. We have adopt. We have, we have we have obtained this level of interaction with God. I mean that we have today through that exercise, exercise of being in solitary with the Lord, uh, you one on one with the Lord. This is how to build divine character. That is when your character is molded. That is when. The presence of the Lord comes into our lives and we build uh, the incense of his presence around us. And the aura of, his, of God's presence will come upon us as we do that. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. I want us to learn this and to know that the Lord in his mercy, the Lord in his glory has called us unto this. Amen. All that we learned today about Dove. So let us find time with the Lord and let us find time to come unto Jesus, as he said. Now I want to invite every one of us that is hearing us right now that have not decided to come to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is still repeating, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Come unto me, all ye that labors and are heavy laden. Is there any problem in your life? You can come to Jesus right now. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus Christ is calling you from there, and is ringing his voice again unto you, so that you will come and respond unto him. Why don't you bow down your head as we pray right now? The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Are you coming to Jesus? Are you giving your life unto him? Are you deciding to have him in your life? Some of us, Anytime that we, um, the, life that, the, the kind of life that we live, we know it. And we know that uh, we need divine touch of the Lord. So we should be convinced enough at this time to say yes to Jesus. Take his yoke upon you. The Bible, Jesus Christ said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Before, I used to wonder why Jesus Christ put that word because he said, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Meaning that I will not hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, will, I will be your comforter. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm qualified enough and I'm gentle enough to turn everything, every bitterness of yours and everything that neg is negative about you onto positive and glorious, uh, the glorious effect of his grace and I mean, will come upon it. So I want you to just take that yoke of his into your life. Yoke which you get together with him. Yoke your life with him and give your life unto Jesus Christ. Are you praying? Let's pray, Lord Jesus. I have heard your word today that says, Come unto me, and all ye that labors and are heavy lady. Lord, I've been in troubles in my heart. I need your comfort. And I know that my problem is because of sin of my life. Jesus Christ, save my life. Save my soul. Come into my life. Break every yokes of sin in my life. Jesus, I need you. It's only you that can come inside on the inside of me and make my life better and mold my life. Oh, Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Lord, all my wobbled character, anger of anger, malice, fighting, quarreling, and all these, they are the sign that I need you. You that is lowly in heart, you that is meek, I need your spirit of meekness. I need your lowliness of heart. I want to come and live your life on the inside of me. Jesus, I'm switching off my own life for your life to come. Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart. Remove every wickedness from me and every attribute of, of wickedness. Oh, Lord, every attribute of sinners. Remove it from me in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me your life. Breathe your life unto, unto me and upon me in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I confess my sin before you. And I confess you as my Lord and my Savior to save me from sin and deliver me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name. And I minister to every one of you that is suffering from spirit of anger. Receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit right now. Especially those of you that have given your life to Jesus Christ right now. And those of us that have even given our life to Jesus Christ before this time, but we are suffering from spirit of anger. Bitterness, keeping malice and all this. Lord, let the spirit of Jesus come upon you in Jesus' name. You will pray that prayer by yourself after this message. Say, Lord Jesus, circumcise my heart. That is your prayer. Lord Jesus, circumcise my heart. Circumcise my heart. Oh, Lord, circumcise my heart. Remove my life. Remove my heart. Fashion it according to your will. Fashion it according to your, according to your own heart. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. And I want to pray for every home that are in quarreling and all these malice and all these things operating in your life. As wife of the family and as husband of the family, 
I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will possess this family. The Spirit of Jesus Christ will possess you. The Spirit of loneliness of Jesus Christ will possess you. The Spirit of meekness of Jesus Christ will possess you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive this baptism of, of gentleness. Receive the grace for gentleness. Receive the grace to be quiet. In the name of Jesus. You be quiet and not and, and simple and yet not a fool. Yes. In the name of Jesus. You be quiet and simple and yet not a fool. In the name of Jesus. You will be alert and be sober enough to, 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 to know the time to, 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 to say to respond and to uh, uh, and to uh, and to reply. Every word that is spoken unto you in the name of Jesus. I pray for the spirit of quietness in you, for you, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of gentleness receive right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And, I, and finally, I want to say to you that my counsel to you here is that you will continue to ask for the spirit of the Lord until you are baptized with that spirit of the Lord. Because when you have the spirit of the Lord on this side of you and you are baptized with the same, you will, know, you will know what gentleness is. You understand that it is possible. You can't do it by yourself. The bile or the gall inside of you will be, will, be, will, 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 be, will be turned to sweetness of Jesus Christ. And from inside of you, the operation of the Holy Spirit will begin. And everything that about you will be turned, will be turned positive. Every negative about you because of the Holy Spirit on the inside. So that is the prayer you have to pray. Pray for the power of the Holy Spirit often, and the Lord God Almighty will visit you with, uh, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. This is the end of this episode today. We bless the Lord for your time. God bless you. The Lord God Almighty that has caused you to be with us, we continue to bless you. We thank God for Bra Kojo. Yes, who entered the studio. Abiola Omidokun. God bless you. Matthew. You enter the studio, the Lord bless you. Teresa, the Lord bless you for being with us on the studio. The Lord bless you. We say bye for now because the grace of the Lord is upon you and you'll be permanent in the name of Jesus. To God be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen.